well sit in the purpose and try and do something that will make me at least feel good. Oh my God, Simona. Did you see that? We just like finished each other's sentences. I'm just saying, continue. I'm just saying that was a moment over there. It was a moment. It was a moment. I was done. I was done. And you would finish my sentence. I love that for us. Did we just take our relationship to the next level? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> we can now hold hands. Oh my God. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so true when you think about it you're like if i'm already in this shit area right hi shit talkers welcome to talk shit with me and i am your host paula the shit talker i mean don't we all like talking shit anyways <laughs> are you a creator if so you are in the right space Talk Show with P is a place where we showcase and celebrate the talents, works, and stories of creative minds from all walks of life, while also raising awareness for mental health through providing a supportive space to share their stories, insights, and experiences. We will be discussing creative journeys, the high, lows, and the ways we manage our mental health through it all. Join us each week for inspiring conversations, useful resources, and a community of like-minded creators as we dive into the minds of creative beings to explore their journeys, struggles, and triumphs. So whether you are seasonal creative or just starting out, Talk Show with Peace, the podcast for you. Looks like we're good. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Simona, I can't believe um, I've known you for the shortest time, but I feel like I have known you for the longest. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> it, 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 it's like, um, I know I met you at PodFest briefly, but it was oh, after so PodFest, uh, attending yeah. the rooms and then just us connecting on stories it's just been amazing getting to know you. <laughs> I feel the exact same way. And when you, when I, when we first like crossed paths when we were at Podfest, I was like, "Who is this ball of fire energy that is literally just rolling around Podfest and like talking to everyone?" And like everyone's like, "Hey, P, hey, Paula, how's it going?" And I was like, "Who is this girl? I was like, I need her in my life, and I need this energy in my life." And so I'm very grateful that the universe brought us together in this way. And I'm so grateful we get to have this conversation today. Right? It's amazing the way you describe me because Rari calls me is Tasmanian devil. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's true. It's true. Um, So, Simona, you are a very inspirational person in this podcasting industry. If you've never been told you that, I'm telling you right now. Thank very, you. Very inspirational, very inspiring. Um, I don't know much about your journey, but from the few I know, I am inspired. And, and I had a conversation with Johnny, and um, he had nothing but nice things to say about you and the growth, because I'm, I'm about to be working with him sometime in this year. So it was just like, oh, my God. I need a Simona too in my life. So, <laughs> I was like, I kind of already have her, but like, you know, sometimes when you meet people and you're like still feeling them and you're like enjoying, and then you meet 
somebody who you actually also admire or inspires you also ends up saying just amazing things about that person and, and everybody yeah. else keep meeting and, and you're like oh my god yes i want to consume more and more and more that's the nicest compliment i think i've ever received in my life thank you <laughs> My pleasure darling. So um I know you have a you have to podcast but today we're going to talk about one in detail because we are all soulful creatures and we like mm-hmm. to be vulnerable and just be authentic in our conversation. So I feel like we're going to have such an incredible impactful conversation. Um before we get to that I want to know how did your happiness happen podcast come about why was the name happiness happens okay. all right you're sitting down are we ready for the story you're going for the ride okay i got my okay. drink on <laughs> the glass is going to be done by the time i'm done my story no, i'm just kidding um so i <laughs> fyi FYI guys um simona talks a little bit first i try to keep up <laughs> okay i'm going to try and slow it down. It's something that I'm working on. You know, I gave I gave this talk in someone's community who he was so amazing. His name was Lion. His community is a beautiful community. Um and I had messaged him afterwards and I said any feedback at all, anything to improve, anything that, you know, what and he said everything was amazing. He said, "But you talk really fast." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> even aware. Yeah, even the first as a comments what oh. people are like she I'm, talks too fast but amazing presentation she's amazing. Hey, but you just got to keep up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> If you can't but, catch it then you just got to keep up. But I will say right before podcast listeners tend to listen to podcast episodes on like 1.5 speed. So really, they don't have to listen to it on fast speed. It's already there. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Oh my god. Do we want, the, we want the journey to happiness? <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to give you like Okay. So, I started the Happiness Happens podcast. So, I, like you said, I host two podcasts. One is Happiness Happens and the other one is called As It Relates to Podcasting. That one is an industry podcast, but Happiness Happens it was like my journey into podcasting and also my journey back home to myself, okay? So when I first started before I first started podcasting, I it was summer of 2018 and I just was so miserable. I hated who I was, I hated how I looked, I hated how I acted. I was like not a, I wasn't a very like I was a nice person but I was a really gossipy person and judgmental person and I used to all kinds of things and like qualities that I don't relate to anymore. I'm like and, yeah, I don't see it. But I <laughs> that's called the work. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So I I remember waking up one morning and I I was just like I think I was complaining about everything and then my husband he was my fiance at the time he looked at me and he's like if you he's like you're complaining about everything or he was my boyfriend at the time he's like you complain you're complaining about everything he said like are, are you going to do something to change it or not and I was like oh okay I was like well, that's a little bit rude but also I'm happy that you said that <laughs> so then Um so then it kind of sparked like a journey and I decided you know to try and find a therapist and I tried 
I was looking for something. Like I didn't know what that thing was, but I was looking for something to help me feel grounded, to help me understand like who I was as a person and like why I was acting in the way that I was acting, you know? So I stumbled upon this life coach therapist person. She was amazing. And we spent probably five or six months together working through all of the different things. And I kept saying to her, I feel like there's something bigger. Like, I feel like there's something more, but I don't know what that is. And I feel like, you know, if I'm going through this and I feel this way, then there's got to be somebody else on this earth who feels the same way that I feel right now. And honestly, it came to me in like a a dream. I was like, I should start a podcast. And like, Paula, I didn't have social media. Like I I didn't go on social media. I had like a personal Instagram account. Um, I didn't really listen to many podcasts. I only listened to a couple here and there. You know, I, I just, it wasn't, it was so random. And then, you know, my, my husband, boyfriend at the time bought me my first microphone and he helped me set up like my first studio, which was in our one bedroom apartment. And, you know, it was just such an interesting journey. And like the name happiness happens just came in like an intuitive download. I just woke up. I I just one more. I was like, you know what? Happiness happens. Like that feels like the name of my podcast because happiness happens. And this is my tagline. Like happiness happens when you're least expecting it. And I truly believe that. And so when I launched the show it was January of 2019. And then honestly, the rest of it is, is a little bit like history. Like the rest of it is history. And it was in a moment of like wanting to help one other person feel less alone and feel heard and feel valued and feel safe and feel um, just so loved that the show came to be. And it was just all solo episodes when I first started. I just did solo episodes, speaking about whatever was on my heart. If you go back to the beginning, they're all solo. They're like 10, 15 minutes long. And then I started bringing on guests and then I started meeting new people. And then I started to grow as a human being. And then eventually I ended up in the podcast space, like working in this space um, for my business. But it, it was all triggered by a desire to help one person on this planet feel less alone. Hey, shit talkers. Are you ready to finally finish the book you started two years ago? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That one. The one that is still sitting in a Word document on your computer just like mine. (laughs) Well, no more. None of that. Let me tell you, shit talkers, no one is going to get the job done more quickly like my girl, Eliquity. I'm finally, oh my God, getting my book done because of her. She's working with me to write my book and she can do the same with you. She can help you finally finish the book you started. Get your book finished before the end of the year. Publish the baby and add Arthur to your bio when you hire my girl Eliquity as your ghostwriter. Go to our website www.writeforyou.me and click on a discovery call button to grab a time on our calendar today. Yes, that is www.writeforyou.me right for you dot me what are you waiting for let's get this author title added up to our bios do it now thank me later
that's incredible. <clears throat> and to, to tell you the truth, from going to uh, a person who complained about every fucking thing to having a podcast called Happiness Happens, that, that, that's a movie over there. <laughs> It was a journey. It was a journey. And like, I, it, it, but it was like, it took years though. You know what I mean? And it was like, undoing all of these stories and like understanding where the triggers were coming from and why, and like what happened in my life to make me so angry because this is how I was feeling on the inside. And this is what they say, you know, like you never know what people are actually going through and how people actually are. Cause I didn't, this wasn't something that I was like outwardly doing across everywhere. You, you know what I mean? It was very internal. And people would say to me, like, they would say like, you know, oh my God, you're, you're like, you're like sunshine or you're a breath of fresh air or all this stuff. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, I'm a gray cloud. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And so, and so I just, it was interesting because it was like people's perception of me and who I was didn't match how I felt about myself on the inside. And I was hurting and I was in so much internal pain that I couldn't see how other people saw me because that didn't exist. You know what I mean? Like the only vision that I had of who I was, was this like horrible human being. And so when the one mindset, you created for yourself, yeah. And when your mindset of yourself does not match what other people see on the outside, it creates this like whole paradox of like, who, who am I? And like, what am I doing here and why? <laughs> So. I feel that I feel that, and we we do say we are our uh, we are our worst enemies, right? <laughs> yes, uh, yes, we're our own worst critics. The stories very are much so. Yes, and um, actually, I, I I went through your your podcast and I went all the way to 2019 January fifth. Wow. <laughs> I, I haven't mean, listened to those ones in years. <laughs> Because I, I was I, I was trying to to um I really like to do my research fresh on the day so on the day I go I don't I don't like digging too much research because mm-hmm. I wanna hear it but then I also wanna know the direction of where I'm I'm heading so and I want it to be fresh so that I am excited if I done this three weeks ago I'd be like eh. I would have probably asked about it at Empowered Room and yeah. like okay yeah exactly. <laughs> So um, your episode titles—that's what got me excited because I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is such vulnerability on the titles." Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, sometimes most people their titles they end up hiding the truth on what the episode is really is because of people judge by the title of the episodes whether yeah. they are gonna listen to this or not, right? Yeah. And most of us, when we are being uh, vulnerable, we don't wanna show it. Most people like being vulnerable, but not openly. Mm. So some people hide it behind. But you, you went full on vulnerability from your, <laughs> from your <laughs> episode. And I like that. So I want to know what made you decide that um, my podcast, Happiness Happens, I'm going to be so vulnerable and open to the world because there's also that side of how are people going to take it? You know, there are certain things you share and your family maybe hasn't heard about it. They're in it for the first time. Or maybe yeah. some family members might think you're oversharing. Or, yeah. you know, some friends were like, oh my God, I can't believe you actually say that to the world. So how was that for you? <laughs> you know, okay, that's such a, that is such a good question. And 
for me, I made a promise to myself when I started that podcast that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. And right for me felt like sitting in my vulnerability and being honest. And I wanted it to be something that people could relate to. You know what I mean? Like I wanted people to open up the episode and be like, that's me. She sees me. You know what I mean? And like, I see myself in this story too. And it was awkward in the beginning because I was sharing things that my family had no idea about. And there are still things about my life that I've never shared publicly that I probably will never share publicly. And that's fine. Uh, Things that have brought me into this, how I am today, I guess. And so it was awkward when my family first started, you know, asking questions and being like, I had no idea that you felt this way or whatever the case was. And I tried to be very like mindful of what I would talk about and how it would impact my family. So I tried not to, you know, if I would talk about family members, it was never to blame them. It was to understand my role in the story. You know what I mean? So I think there's a difference when you're talking about your past, you can talk about it from the perspective of this person did this to me and made me this way. Or you look at it in the perspective of this is the situation that I was put in and this is what happened and how I reacted to it, grew from it and transformed from it. So it's about how you're framing it because my goal is never to put my family down ever. And also and I would say this to them now, year, years later, being on the other side of, you know, having this podcast created, I would say to them now that, yes, like there were things that you did that were not okay. And that is okay because it's valid. You know, I think when you start on any type of healing journey, you heal yourself, but you also give permission to everybody else around you to do the same. And then the more conscious you become and the more aware you become in your own beliefs, your habits, your actions, your words, how your words sting, how they land, how they hurt people, the more you take accountability for that and are honest with yourself about that, then you give everybody else the permission to do the exact same thing. So I cannot have conversations that are not vulnerable. I put it out on the line every single time for so many reasons. One, because I've experienced so much loss in my life and life is way too short for people to not know exactly how you feel. And number two, because it's important for people to hear how you have impacted them, how they have impacted you so that they can take that now and then they can grow and they can learn and then they can heal too. So I think by not being vulnerable, and it's a skill, I think, that we adopt and that we get into, but by not being vulnerable and not being that safe place to land yourself when you're saying publicly that you are that safe place to land, when you're not acting out of integrity for the words that you're saying to other people, people can't build trust with you because they're like, this person isn't acting in the way that they're saying. So it was always really important for me to bring that vulnerability to my podcast because with a title like happiness happens, there's no other option. And it has always felt like the mission of the show is so much bigger than me. You know what I mean? Like the messages that are shared are so much bigger 
than me. And so, yeah, that's that. <laughs> <clears throat> you touched on a lot and I, I, and I relate a lot. Um, I'm a person, my friends uh, even sometimes tell me, can you, Paula, can you just stop? Because I'm a person who like, I give presents and I write cards and I write letters and I, I don't care if we celebrate or not, but Easter, Valentine's, mm-hmm. Easter, Christmas, like every little holidays, my yeah. friends would get like gift packets and, and cards. Because I, I, I'm such a like, you know, nurturing those relationships. And um, I'm a person, I, I've lost so many people in my life at an early age mm-hmm. where I'm learning after I started taking accountability of my own bullshit and getting in the journey of finding myself where I was so this is some of the titles of your episode resonated, like, you know, letting friendship go. I went through that phase where I, I learned that not all friendship has to go all the way to the end because, you know, Drake lied to us uh, day once, but some day once, the journey has to come to an end. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, <clears throat> just like family members, some of them can't go with you all the way to the end. You gotta, if it's not healthy, if it's, so through my journey, I learned that. And I learned, like, we don't have to fight or argue for us to go separate ways. Because mm-hmm. most people believe that letting go of friendship, oh, you guys must have had a fight. Or you guys, no, like, we have just outgrown. We're in different journeys. Maybe we'll meet again in the future. Maybe yeah. not. But our paths have come. So with all that, I also, like, I learned that I have to appreciate the people around me when, when not until... When I'm in my sick bed, where I have, oh my God, now I need to call everybody in. Yeah. And they're going to be like, who? Who's this? You didn't check in on me for 50 years. Who the hell is this? Like, no, I'm a person who I'll drop a random I love you message and, you know, thing. So, and by the way, I'm also a cancer. So it could be that, you know, we are emotional beings. Like, I I, I, love that. Uh, I'm, I'm a cancer so um but I resonated with that and when I was reading your episode titles I was like oh my god I love her even more because you know she clicks to me because energy is everything I'm a person who believes energy is everything and like and then I ended up just listening to the first episode you took out and everything you were talking about, what you wanted your episode to turn out to be. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's how I feel when I started mine because I haven't listened to that episode until today. I was the most vulnerable. I was the most honest, but I wanted people who were coming in my community who were listening mm-hmm. to me to know that I will always be the same person. We, are, we live in a world where social media shows people's lives like this but in reality they really ain't and I didn't want to be that I wanted to be as authentic the way you will see my social media when you meet me I'm the same (laughs) exactly exactly because honestly there is no like on social media so many people only show you what they want you to see it's all you they see they show you what they want you to see the curated message that they want you to see and you know I went to a retreat this past weekend and I feel like my entire perspective on life again has shifted and I try and go to a retreat I try and go on retreats like once or twice a year um if I can if I can swing it um if that if it works out because I find them such deeply transformational experiences to bring you to the next level that you need to be at you know what I mean and so when I went to this retreat I was thinking the exact I was essentially I was I was thinking about this because 
why put a bunch of stuff online to make your life look so good and so perfect when that's not maybe not the reality? And also, some things can't be talked about. You know what I mean? Some things you can't share online and you shouldn't share online. Like, you don't need to share every single detail about your life. But, like, exactly like you're saying, like, if when we when we see each other again in person, I'm going to feel like, yeah, we already, like, we know each other so well because I already know. You know what I mean? And I'm I got wondering. Like, oh, my God. Is someone? Wait. <laughs> Who? Oh, she's not oh, happy. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. And then, and then my gossip side comes out. I start, like, Wait, I thought Simona was. How come? How exactly? <laughs> what happened? Uh, like, what happened to her? <laughs> but that also concludes ends up making your mental health. You start being anxiety and depression of going places because you have portrayed a life, and now because you don't have that thing, you can show up outside because you can't portray, especially when you know people are gonna be around that follow you. But that's even such a good point too, though, because like even stuff with mental health, like anxiety and depression, I struggle so hard with anxiety. I have, um, I have high functioning anxiety and I have an anxious attachment style. So when I don't hear from someone, my anxiety goes through the roof. I'm like, where is this person? What are they doing? Why aren't they messaging? Like, is everything okay? They always answer fast. So is everything fine? Do you know how long it has taken me to take that and like reel that back in that it's like, it's not a 911 crisis. Like everything is fine. So I just started talking about it and I just started being honest about it because I, I want, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like when you talk about something, you open up a whole new world for somebody else that maybe doesn't feel like they can, you know what I mean? And I think it's just really important, especially when it comes to mental health, that like, you can have a very nice life. You can have a very successful business. You can have really great friends and family around you. And you can also be handling your anxiety at the same time. It doesn't have to be either or. You know what I mean? And there's hard days and there's good days. You know? It doesn't have to be one or the other. I mean, we have seen celebs who have killed themselves because of mental health. Yeah. You know? Um, so it's not yeah. about uh, how much. And I remember the first time when I came out with depression and one of my friends was like, you're depressed? You're always happy. You're always, always full of energy. Ones. I'm like, exactly like. I think it's because this is loud fire. What was his name? Oh my god! Oh, uh, all his movies, everything. It was always at the end. Robin Williams. Yes. So happy people. Actually, those happy people are the ones maybe who probably need a lot of check-ins on. Cause checking on your happy friends. Yes, and just cause like I've learned how to handle my depression, but. I still have bad days. I still have good days. Like, this is something I'm always going to deal with. I've just learned, like, okay, the more authentic I am, the more open I share about my stories, instead put them in my head and try to hide them instead of deal with them or talk to them. That helps me heal. Mm Because you actually create a community where people can help you in ways you don't know. Because everything, there's so many ways to heal mental health these days or to... Mm to access and everybody's using a different route. So you end up finding a community that gives you resources, tools, and are just there to be supportive. So that's why um, I believe in the um, power of your story. And I think you also believe in that because that's what your, your, uh, your podcast is. The first few episodes in the beginning, they were you sharing Mm -hmm. your stories and your truth. You know, what's interesting though, one thing that you just really made me, have like massive awareness on that I didn't really realize ever in my life until right now that I 
I'm someone who processes emotions by talking about them. And I've always been like that. Uh, when I have something going on in my life, you can relate to that. Like, I think we can relate to this on both of us. When I have something going on in my life, like I need to talk to other people about it. I cannot sit with it in my head. And my podcast was my healing tool. It was my healing journey. It was like my open diary into my thoughts and everything. And so I've never made that connection before, but I think that it's vulnerable and it's honest because it was a tool for healing and it still is, but now it's just a a little bit of a different perspective. Yes. Hmm. Um, I, I, I believe that because my first, my first uh, case study presentation I did at Portfest was um, how po- uh, podcasting served my mental health. Because I really believe I was drowning and it, and it pulled me. And the more I kept doing it, the more excited, the more happy, the more I shared. I was like, oh my God, I actually like coming here and talking my shit. Like, I want to talk more. <laughs> and sometimes my friends are like, you know, you're oversharing. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to share. <laughs> but um, also, just to tell you, Simona, um, when you were talking about your... Uh, hyper um oh my god anxiety yeah and and i i I was laughing i wasn't laughing at you it's the way you wait wait it's the way you kind of said it you were you were mimicking it so just to be clear i I don't want people to come and cancel me oh my gosh no you know you know i i appreciate you saying that i didn't even even pick up on it because like i use humor for me as a coping mechanism thank you (laughs) People are too sensitive these days because I laugh at any and everything. Like, like the first yes. reaction, anything happens, I laugh and I'm like, yes. okay, so are you okay? Though? But I go straight to laughing. Yes. I have to tell you a story. I have to tell you a story, okay? This is not at all podcast related. It's nothing related. It's just, it's about my life. So my grandfather <laughs> passed away, okay? He passed away like seven This is the ago. sharing part we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's get into it. So my grandfather passed away seven years ago, okay? And um, he was the first grandparent to pass away. He's the only grand, knock on wood, he's the only grandparent who's passed away. Um, and so when he passed away, my sister and I, and like, I deal with, with, with hard things by laughing. Okay. And I'm not laughing because I think it's funny. I'm laughing because that's just my coping mechanism. It is what it is. So if if there's a professional listening to this podcast and can tell me why I do that, please feel free to reach out. Um, but so we were standing and we had been in the funeral home for like, Oh my God, 48 hours. Not like, you know, you have your visitation on this day. We're have an Italian family. So it's like day one of visitation, day two of visitation. And then day three is the funeral. Okay. So it was like on day two of the visitation and my sister and I are standing beside each other and this like long lost relative comes up to us. And he said, and it still makes me laugh today. He said, he was being so kind and so sweet and so sincere. And he said, I'm so sorry for your lost Okay, with the word like lost instead of loss, it was lost. No, Pete, that that sent me. Okay, I was on like I was on a different planet. Like I had to leave. I had to leave. I had to leave. And my sister and I were like, oh my god, and we were like, wow, we're so disrespectful. But it was not. It was just like when there's so much emotion sometimes, and somebody just says one thing, you just. I and most would, people are like, oh my to, God, you are being disrespectful right uh, now. No, I'm not. But I'm not. And even seven years later, we still laugh about it because we were like, wow, it was just like, it was the perfect like comedic relief that we needed in a moment that was impossible. <coughs> you know what I mean? <coughs> yeah. Oh my God. 
<laughs> that just reminded me since you brought up a story for grandfather my grandmother who oh, god bless her she turned 93 last year oh wow god bless her. i know she's the only living grandparent i have at the moment wow. so a few years back uh my grandmother is very active she still uh she has the electric kitchen but she wants to use the wooden like she's oh. very like she's like so she was walking and she missed the step and fell down oh no and boy the first thing is that it... i feel bad for laughing <laughs> and then i went to help her but i couldn't because i was laughing so much she got so mad at me oh, but no. now when i but now when i remind her we laugh i'm like oh, oh my god my <laughs> oh my gosh <sighs> but somehow okay. you just have to there's no other you know what my grandma my grandma has this saying she's italian okay so my grandma my italian grandma she has this saying and like she says it in her cute little italian accent that i could never replicate if i try me i do try and and replicate it but i can't and she always says to me you know simona like life is hard and she says but you better laugh otherwise you're going to cry and like i literally live by that all the time because i'm like and not to discount feeling sad or shitty or whatever but like in hard moments you do have a choice You know what I mean? And yep. so it's like and even right now like I think I'm in one of the hardest seasons of my life right now and it's been the last like 2 years like this. What am I going to do? Sit in this darkness for 2 years or am I going to choose to find the little mo- moments of joy? I'm going to choose to find the little moments of joy. Hell fucking. Me too. And and I'm a cry baby. Like again, I'm a cancer. We're emotional. Like That's what you do. I, I, I cry. <laughs> So back to my question. So how do you stay uh, motivated and committed to your purpose through the obstacles and setbacks? That's a really great question. Um I think about the kind of person that I want to be and the kind of person that I am and how I want to show up in my own life and then in the life of everybody else. If I'm not living in my own purpose, it's a disservice to the other people in my life. You know what I mean? And if I'm not honest, that's also a disservice because then you're being inauthentic. Y- you know what I mean? And so how do I navigate that when it's challenging? Well, girl, let me tell you, like I've been sitting in a season for 2 years. I don't really fucking know to be honest with you. All I know is for me there's no other option. And so I figured if things are going to be shitty anyways, I might, might as, as well, well. I might as well. I might as well sit in the purpose and try and do something that will make me at least feel good. Oh my god, Simona. Yeah. Did you see that? We just like finished each other's sentences. I'm just saying, continue. I'm just saying that was a moment over there. It was a moment. It was a moment. I was done. I was done and you would finish my sentence. I love that for us. Do we just take our relationship to the next level? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> We can now hold hands. Oh my god. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> But that's so true. When you think about it, you're like if I'm already in this shit area, right? Like I'd rather keep being in the shit area being 
authentically me in my purpose than faking it or any other way. And with that said, which you caught there, because how do you stay aligned? Because we were talking about um, living in our truth and being authentic. So, you know, sometimes your purpose can come in between with your integrity. And (laughs) so uh, how do you stay aligned with your values and integrity when it comes to also pursuing Mm -hmm. your purpose? That's such a good question. I have a very deep understanding of what my values are. Now in life, I worked with a life coach. His name is Johnny, who you know. Shout out to Johnny. Shout out to Johnny. He transformed my life because he made me very aware of the core values that are important to me. And so if a human being, whether it's a family member, relationship, like friendship, my husband, like whatever, or a client, or someone I meet off the street, if those values aren't there, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like if if those values are not being respected, see you later. And so that's one way that I stay in alignment is just keeping my core, core, core values. My top three are kindness, care, and connection. If it's not kind, if it isn't, if it's not caring, and if it doesn't bring a deep connection, I don't want it. I don't have time. You know what I mean? And I don't mean that in an egotistical way or anything like that, but no one in life should have time for things that don't light their soul up. You know, no one in life should have time for things that are not in true alignment with their values and who they are as a human being. And I think if you're giving time and energy to people and things that are not in alignment with your values and who you are as a human being, then I think you have a very difficult time staying in alignment. You have a hard time dropping in and knowing what is true for you. And so even when I'm feeling out of alignment, knowing those values brings me back into a place of like inner power so that I can make the right decision for me based off of what is important to me. Right. And I don't have, it's like, I don't have taught, like I don't have a tolerance anymore for anything that doesn't fall into that. And I know that might sound mean and it's, I don't mean it that way. And I'm not trying to sound egotistical or blunt or rude because like, that's just, I, I don't, I mean, I don't think I'm that kind of person, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Baby girl, I, I, I would applaud you if mm. you want. I'm just saying. Thank you. It's okay. Thank you. I love that permission slip. Thank you. And so, yeah, that's how, that's how you stay in, in alignment. I think you get clear on your values. And you don't let anything into your space that isn't aligned with that. And that's and, and that's the thing, clear with your core values. I feel like most people don't either even know what their core values are. So that's why they end up losing their integrity because they they really don't take their core values seriously so or they don't have them. And that's important because I've lost so much respect and friends because of core values and integrity because when you reach a level where you're doing shit, even if you're not doing it to me, I see you doing it to somebody. Yeah. Who that we all know is in the same circle, but they're just not as close. So you feel like it's okay. To yeah. me, that means that you might just end up doing it to me too. Like, you know, there's, so there's certain things where we need to stand 
put those boundaries. That's why boundaries are important. That's why knowing your core values are important. That's why sticking to your integrity. Because once you lose that, like you, you lose your capability. Like nobody wants to like, okay, you, you just give up anything for you, you know? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that is important. Thank you very much. We have touched on a lot of shit, apart from even though my net yeah. network was misbehaving. And it's amazing how all of this end up coming up with your mental health too, because I'm not saying you can heal your mental health, but there are ways to avoid having more episodes if you actually check into your awareness, check into mm-hmm. your core values, checking into energy. I'm a firm <laughs> believer in energy. I say if the energy just doesn't feel right, I don't want to go. I don't want to be here. I'm leaving. <laughs> like, I don't care if it's a family event, if you are my childhood yeah. best friend. If, I don't care. If the energy doesn't feel... The next thing you know, I'm already in an Uber on my way home. Like, <laughs> I agree with you. And you know what's important, though, too, I think, to to just say, this is my own personal belief we can choose to buy in and live by the stories that we tell ourselves, right? Yes, I have anxiety, but I am not my anxiety. Does that make sense? Like, yes, yes, yes. I I have anxious moments and sometimes it leads me to do things that I wouldn't typically do if I wasn't feeling anxious. And also that's not the only part of me, you know what I mean? And so I've just kind of, I've just kind of started approaching things with a very like, it is what it is attitude. You can take it or leave it. If you don't like it, then don't like it. You know what I mean? See you late. Like it is, I don't know. It is what it is. So to consider. Very much so. And I tell people, some people end up making themselves too much of a victim. Some people use mental health as an excuse for being shitty people. And, and and that's why there are people who don't take mental health serious because these days it's become like the gateway to you just being an asshole. Yeah. And then there are those people who also use mental health to actually, as, as a shield, because they're scared to fail, because they're scared yeah. to move on. So they, they, they have that as the cover of the shield. But as you said, you are not either your anxiety or your depression. That is just one part of you. And it's actually a part, if you do the work, you might not get rid of it, but you can control it. Like, I have less depressions. And even though I I get my depressions, from the beginning, I would just, it would swallow me. But these days, I control it. I'm like, okay, you know what? I really do need to to just let it do. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to take this weekend and just hide out and be depressed and shit. And then Monday, we are going so I will allow myself to feel that if I need to cry, I will allow myself. But I will also give myself time instead of just allowing it to, oh, I'm depressed. I feel fine when I feel fine. No, you got to push yourself. Mm. If you used to do something for an hour, you do it for 10 minutes. And then the next day you do it for 15 minutes. Slowly. So yeah. don't allow yourself to oppress in the mental health or yeah. your whatever is holding you back. And fight back, put boundaries, find your core values, look for coaches. I swear, I never used to believe in coaches. I'm one of those people who used to be like, fuck no. <laughs> like, I used to be a, a believer in therapy, maybe because my parents wanted to take me to therapy for my young age. But coaches, I was like, no, 
the only coaches I know, I grew up knowing, again, I'm from Africa, so the mm. only coaches I knew were sports coach. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> about yeah. sports. <laughs> You're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so to find out there's a profession out there that somebody just sits and coaches you through your life issues, which is not like a therapy, but yeah. it's all new, but... But I've come to realize the importance of that because when you grow up, you start getting awareness and working on yourself. You understand the importance of accountability groups. You understand the importance of healthy communities. You understand the importance of actually seeking help, knowing you need help, and knowing that that help is not against you, yeah. but for you. Yeah. So, yeah. So with that said, Simona, what steps do you take to prioritize your own self-care and well-being in order to show up your fully self for your purpose? Mm. Oh, I love that. That's a great question. So I, I, mean, Simona, I feel like you've been telling me all my questions are great questions. No, I'm not they sure. Are. They are great questions. They're, I'm like, ooh, I'm like, ooh, I, I, I didn't think about that. Okay, I like that one. Um, okay. So I already mentioned that I like to go on retreats twice a year if I can. Yes. Um, I love doing that. One thing that I do every single day is I like to walk. So whether that's walking outside or like walking on my treadmill, anytime I start to feel even a little bit anxious, I have like a walking pad that goes underneath my desk. Excuse me. It was an investment that for me was like a non-negotiable because every time I start to feel a little bit anxious, then I just I literally take it out and I start walking and I need to like process that energy. Like I need the energy to like go somewhere. So that has been really yeah. helpful. Yeah. And then, um, I'm my best self when I sleep properly. Like when I actually like go to bed at a decent time and like, you know, do that. And then how I many need, hours like, of sleep do you need? Usually at least seven, like seven or eight. How many do I get? Sometimes five, sometimes six. And that's pretty bad. But we're getting there. Owl. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> but the challenge is like, I'm a night owl. I like to, I like to stay up late and I like to, I usually am most creative at night. So I tend to work a lot late at night. Um, and then also I go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning. So if I'm in bed by 12, that's only five hours. And like the gym, it's only like specific classes at specific times. So I have to go at that time. Otherwise I would miss our clubhouse room and that wouldn't be good. I know. How would Sid enjoy hearing you came from the gym? I know. <laughs> he hasn't been in the room all week this week. I, been in the room I know. He's week. been living it up in Poland. I sent pictures. I was like, I can't wait for you to come back and share all these stories. I know. But I'm like, I, unlike you, I'm a, I'm a night owl and an updateizer because I have sleeping issues. So I can go to bed at 3 a.m. and be up by 6, 5 a.m. When we used to go to vacation with my girls, they'll be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Because even even though we are drunk and we come back home at 3, 4, by 6, 7, I'm up. And they're like, why yeah. are you up? Why are you up? Like, you're like, life is for living. <laughs> Simone, I was going to ask, um, I did listen to an episode of you and um, your, the, your husband then fiancé. Uh, I must say, for for twenty seven year old kid, I don't know if you were you are you guys the same age? Uh, I'm a year older. Okay, yeah. So for him being twenty seven, uh, at that age to have such a deep conversation, especially I feel like more if most couples 
started their marriages having this kind of conversation, maybe most marriages would actually work out. But I was very inspired and um, because you guys really were honest conversations about the future and building together and wanting to see each other winning and and growing together. Because people do forget that just because you're married doesn't mean you really have, yes, you have to grow together, but each of you also have to grow separate Mm because you're all evolving, you're all growing but still learning to understand each other and growing together. All that is important. So I was curious. In 2019, you guys were um, engaged. How long have you known? How long have you guys been together? Because I, I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is 2019 and they're already engaged. So, and, and that's why I said my question was just me being nosy. <laughs> We have been together for almost 10 years. We met when we were 22 and 21. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's where we I'm together. I know. Oh, I like that. You know, sometimes I, I, I grew up such a romantic, so uh, m- yeah. most of my family thought I would be the one who had that romance story. Well, my brother and his wife now, they've known each other since they were in high school. And wow. they... They got married in 2021. <laughs> yeah. So, but Simona, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. We had thank such you. an incredible conversation. Um, I want this is the time I'm gonna let you talk about what you do yeah. and what you got going on. Let the people like sell yourself, sell yourself in a good way in the oh, podcasting world. <laughs> All right, let me sell myself. In the so, podcasting world, sell yourself and let the people know where they can find you amazing thank you thank you thank you thank you so i am a podcast producer and i run an agency out of my home and we do at the moment more than 25 podcasts on a weekly basis and those are in like the health wellness parenting and digital marketing spaces um I love it. I love that I get to do this every single day. Uh, I love to travel and I get to travel a lot to different conferences and stuff like that too, which is really fun. Um, That's what we do. So that's what we do on the client side. And then I also do coaching as well for podcasters and for podcast managers um, and virtual assistants who want to create this into their business in a more significant way. Um, I have a bunch of online courses that you can check out. I have a podcast manager in a box, which is a, a my entire podcast management system for sale and a whole bunch of stuff, freebies on my website that you can join my newsletter community as well, um, which I only send out good, the good stuff. Like I don't spam you with all of the all of the extra stuff. I'm not, that's not my style. Um, and then on social media, you can find me on Instagram. It's at Simona with two underscores Costantini. And then Happiness Happens Podcast on Instagram as well. It's at Happiness Happens Podcast. But you can get to everywhere from my website, simonacostantini.com. It has all the links. Yeah, and I'll have all the details in the show notes for you able to be able to connect with her. So Simona, let me ask you this, Sam. Um, <clears throat> Are there any tools or steps that you practice that have helped you to connect with your inner wisdom or intuition, especially when you feel like you're mm-hmm. in the creative side? You know, we're in the creative space. Sometimes we go blank. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so what, what, what tools or um, tools that help you bring you back into your wisdom? Love that question again. Um, so I 
like I said, I like to walk. That's where I get the most inspiration is when I'm outside walking with like nothing and like no podcast, no music, no nothing, just walking. Even um, in the winter colds of Toronto. No, not a chance. Not a chance. I hate, I hate the cold. I don't know why I live up here. Oh my God. But that, or um, I do my best thinking when I'm driving. So sometimes I'll just drive to somewhere. Um, I also love to pause and like meditate. It doesn't have to be long, even like 10 minutes. Um, but those are my tools. And I also, um, I also really like to use Oracle cards in my like spiritual practice, if you will. And so sometimes I just need like a message or like guidance from spirit. So I'll just, you know, pull a card. So yeah. Yeah. So that, those are the things that help bring me back into that creative space. I love that. Thank you very much. I just binge watch your shows until they inspire me. Something always does inspire. I I I I I tell you guys, I am an addict of trash TV. Mm, I don't really watch trash TV. I know it's not good. It's not healthy. No, but it's okay. But just to know that there are people grown ass motherfuckers who are <laughs> fighting in bars and acting like they are <laughs> just just. <laughs> Oh my god, it's true. <laughs> and, and you're like, what the hell? It, it, it like, I'm like, oh my god, at least I'm not out there in the bars climbing. Oh. <laughs> but then it also it always gives me a creative idea on either the next topic I should have on my podcast. So, so it kind of brings me in the oh my god, I should bring somebody and we should have a conversation about this thing because this yeah. is a real yeah so then the next thing i know is i'm sitting out of my bed and pulling out my laptop and starting to get in creative one so that's why i also watch it like oh i just got to back to old shows like gilmore girls i love gilmore yeah. girls so like friend, where shows that inspired me from when i was a kid so sometimes when i re-watch them because i don't have to concentrate on seeing them but then something will spike which will get yeah. my attention so yeah. <laughs> hey, we all have our thing. We all have our thing. Simona, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Despite our network problems, you still tagged it out with me. You are a real one. I had so much fun. I laughed so hard. I don't think I'm <laughs> <laughs> so before we go, what advice would you give to someone who is struggling to connect with their purpose or showing up fully in their life? Because I know a lot of people have a fear of showing up fully, which means being the authentic self. Because we sadly, we still live in that era where social media dictates what type of person we think we should be. And some people fear of losing friends or losing people when they finally decide to show up as their fully self. And you are one of the most authentic people. Your podcast is very authentic. You keep it real. So drop some gems for my paper. Oh my goodness. Okay. I think that we all need to remember in life that only we can share the message that we need to share and impact the people that we need to impact. Two people can say the exact same thing and it'll land differently for somebody else. And so when you're not showing up in your authenticity and in your vulnerability, you're doing yourself a disservice and you're also doing a disservice to all of the people who need to know 
what you're going to say. I also think when you're clear on your values, you make choices that support your highest good always. And so I think you need to remember that this, this life, all of it, your house, your relationships, your car, your job, your passion, your purpose, all of this is one, temporary, and two, a journey. You have to find a way to enjoy the ride. And you have to find a way to take the drama out of not doing the things that you want to do. If you really want something bad enough in life, you're going to find a way to do it. And that's just that. And so you have to you have to get yourself out of that place of not feeling like enough or feeling worthy enough into the place of knowing how deserving you are to have what you want, regardless of what that is. You are, everyone is so, um, everyone deserves to feel joy and happiness in life. And what that means to you will mean something different to me. It'll mean something different to you, Paula. It'll mean something different to everyone who's listening right now. But you have to find a way to take the drama out of not doing the actions that are going to bring you to the places that you need to be. And also find a way to navigate through the fear that you're experiencing about showing up in a big way or making a big decision or changing your job, changing your relationship, changing your house, moving, like whatever. There's always fear that's associated with that. And is that fear it's always real because we're always fearful of it. And like fear is real. You know what I mean? But what we're doing is we're creating a story around that fear and we're living in that story. And so all it takes is a shift in the story. All it takes is a pattern interrupt. All it takes is for you to just choose something different just once. And then when you realize that you can make a different choice once and it can lead you to a happier place or a more aligned place, then you will continue to make choices that will feel good to you because you know that it's not as scary on the other side. It's so true. I like everything you say. Mic drop. Preach, sister. Literally, my mic is literally dropping. If you're watching the video, it is literally dropping as I'm speaking. My mic is like... That was deep. I was like, ooh. <laughs> and had to raise the mic up because it was just so deep. No, I'm just kidding. It, it was <laughs> dropping before the mic dropped. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, at the end of the day, you got to realize that you're not living for anybody else. You're living for yourself. And time goes by so fucking fast. Like, we're already in April. This year just started and we're already in April. Like, actually, not even April. We are in May. By the weekend, we're going to be in May. Because by the yeah. time this episode comes out, it's already going to be in the mid of the year. So all I'm going to say is stop wasting that time and start living for you. Because at the end of the day, those who matter won't care. And those who care don't matter. And most of the time, I think the fear is on losing those people around us. But we forget to remember that we might gain a lot more than actually those that we lose. I lost I, I lost a lot of friends when I decided to, to choose myself and my mental health. 
but then I gained so much more. I gained communities where I'm meeting incredible people like Simona. I met communities where I'm thriving, where I'm celebrated, where I'm appreciated. Yeah. I, I'm, I have more friends who actually matter and care than those who I lost. So it might get lonely for a little while. And trust me, mm-hmm. even when you're living a lie, it's still lonely. <laughs> <sighs> It's true. It's even lonelier. <laughs> exactly. So, pick your struggle. Getting your getting struggle. lonely while living authentically you or getting lonely while living for other people to impress other people. But anyway, Simona, pop, pop, pop. thank you so much. And I'm glad the internet didn't make up its mess again. We were able to finish this so good. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you, Ship Talkers, for tuning in and spending your valuable time with us. We appreciate you. To connect with us more, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter and catch all the Ship Talking vibes before anybody else. You can subscribe to our newsletter through our website, www.talkshitwp.com and or our merchandise website, www.talkshitwp.shop. And while you're there, feel free to shop away. <laughs> Talkshit with P is available on all social media platforms with the handle Talkshit with P. Follow us and engage with us. Better yet, if you're feeling generous, give us a review on Apple Podcasts and or rate us on Spotify. You can also share a beer with me where my beer lovers at. I mean, what better way to support the movement than sharing a beer with me by buying me a beer at buymecoffee.com. Thank you for listening, sharing, engaging, and support in any way that you do. Remember, new episodes are out every Wednesday and for part two, if any, on Fridays. Let's talk and all listen to some shit. Happy shit talking.